This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA with close to 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Animals Voice Podcast. Excited to have you joining us yet again. We want to remind you to subscribe. Make sure to check us out wherever, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you prefer, because we want to keep giving you this awesome content. Spring is here, and I am joined by Dave Wilson. He's our Senior Director of Shelter Health and Wellness here at the Ontario SPCA. Hey, Dave. Hey, Kelly. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you? Good. Good. Okay, so spring's here. It's coming. Uh, We've dealt with the time change, which everybody always finds kind of funny. I think our pets feel it a little bit, too. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that's the indicator that the seasons change, and uh, I want to start getting into some tips and things. Sure. Absolutely. So let's talk about spring being here. Is, is great, or at least it's it's continuing to come now. The, the weather is changing. What are some of the dangers that spring brings with it that we might want to let pet owners know? Sure. Uh, there's there's a few things. And, and, you know, we talk about spring emerging, and it's funny how we also start to emerge ourselves. We, we're out of the house a lot more uh, with the evening times being extended with more daylight in the evening. More people are out longer. So this is usually the season people get back to walking their dogs again. They get back to being outside with them so there's more potential contact with other dogs we're not the only ones that are sort of emerging wildlife is emerging as well and they're coming out hungry and they're probably a little grumpy as well so um, you know we've got to be extra vigilant about that with our with our pets with ourselves Um, especially around twilight hours like dawn and dusk we might really want to be vigilant with that and then the other thing and I was just listening again this morning there was another alert from the conservation authority about very high levels of of streams and rivers so you know since a lot of pathways nature paths do go along a lot of streams and rivers be really careful if you're walking your dog along there just to watch out that uh, water flow can be really be deceiving you don't want to have your pet get into the water and get into trouble Okay, that's a great point. I hadn't actually thought about that. And you're right, you know, we had such an icy winter, and with the temperature suddenly starting to warm up, and sometimes it happens, you know, rapidly over a couple of days or something. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that's where we see that that rapid melting, and that can become quite dangerous. Absolutely, exactly. Yep. So you mentioned also, you know, the, the walking hours, twilight, you know, we talked about the time change a little bit. So now we're playing around with when it's kind of getting light out or dark, you know, so what are some precautions that pet owners might be able to take to ensure their pet's safety. So again, they're probably walking their animals and usually around those twilight hours. So think about having some sort of protective gear uh, on your animal, on your dog when you're out there walking. And whether that be a a reflective collar or a, a flashing collar, there's lots of reflective vests that are out there, and even ones that are just designed, not so much like a winter vest for insulation, but maybe even just a rain vest. A lot of them do come with reflective uh, strips or reflective patches. Um, There's reflective leashes that are out now, and there's even self-lit leashes that actually light up. Fancy. I know, right? (laughs) Um, So there's a variety of things you can do to help keep those drivers. And again, you know, if, if people are at the end of the day, they're coming home from work, they're tired, they may not be at their... 100% 100% of their driving 
skills. So, you know, you do want to be really visible when, you, when you're out there as well. Those are some of the some of the dangers with that. When you're out walking, watch out for any of, uh, sometimes the dogs start to get thirsty. If there's groundwater there, it might have dissolved salts in it. It might have dissolved chemicals from all that salt and chemical that was put down on the roads to uh, de-ice during the wintertime. You don't want the dogs drinking that. And also as well, we talk about salt in the winter in their pads, but if they're walking through that salty water, again, we don't want it left there so it can cause either local irritation on their feet or they swallow it and it acts as a form of poisoning. Okay, great points. And for everybody out there that's listening and watching, make sure to check out um, our, our blog uh, as well. Uh, you can okay. visit ospcablog.ca. Also, uh, go over to our YouTube channel. We've got a fantastic video on how to help clean your pet's paws. Um, if you're listening and you're not really sure, we also explored on our YouTube channel different boots and uh, sort of paw wear, we'll say. I was going to say yep. footwear, but paw wear for your pets. So head over if you're looking for some tips on that. Um, and that's on our YouTube channel but but really great points there Dave yep. now you talked about things emerging in the spring and and you talked about that wildlife but the other thing that we all love about spring is those flowers and plants that are starting to emerge with the lovely warm weather um, and we talk about this at different times of the year and that's yep. about uh, plants that are toxic to animals and to our pets um, you know so what are some of the ones around this particular time of year that we want to keep in mind maybe to keep up and away from our pets or in some cases, if you've got a cat, sometimes they can get up. So you yep. want to really maybe just not have them at all. Yeah, and, and you're right. There's two areas of concern. There's there's plants in the house, especially seasonal ones coming up with Easter. A lot of times people will bring gifts and it'll be a flowering daffodil or flowering crocuses or tulips, something like that. Um, or those same bulbs may be planted in our gardens outside. Um, okay. Dogs that are outside, even some people that bring their cats outside for, for certain times of the day. The, the bulb of a lot of those, uh, those plants, those spring plants, so daffodils, tulips, crocuses, um, lily of the valley, for some reason, the animals are really attracted to them, especially wildlife. And sometimes wildlife will dig them up and yes. eat a little couple of bites, but then leave it there. And that's when if your dog goes out in the backyard to go to the bathroom, they smell this thing that's kind of unusual and they may take a few bites of it. it a lot of those bulbs don't have a repellent smell or a repellent taste. So there's not a lot to kind of not encourage the dog to give it a taste or give it a try. Okay. Um, in the house, same thing. A lot of times those bulbs will be there. The cats will see fresh dirt and they'll start digging and they'll find this bulb and they may even start playing with it as a plaything. But if they do start chewing on it, just again as a toy, um, if they swallow any of the juice or, or any of the actual bulb material, a lot of those can be poisonous. If you find, uh, you know, that you've had any bulbs disturbed outside, if you find any indoor pl uh, flowering plants that you found disturbed, you you see any damage to those bulbs, by all means, start by calling your veterinarian and seeing if what it is that you found damaged can be a cause of concern for your animal. I would have never thought of that. And I've been doing safety and, and chats like this with you a, a few times, but bulbs is a bit of a new one for me. So that's interesting. Yeah. And I think in particular, um, you know, a lot of folks got their gardens ready come fall for the winter. Yeah. Well, now that, that snow and that ice is all melting, so it's all exposed. The ground becomes soft and those bulbs can come up. Yep. I hadn't thought of that. Wow, good tips. Okay, so... We're talking a little bit about, uh, you know, getting ready for spring, you know, getting ready for more outdoor time. And one of the main things 
things that folks talk about a lot is spring cleaning, um, which can mean a, a number of things to a number of people. But what about spring cleaning? I mean, I guess it's both indoors and outdoors, really. I mean, some folks are cleaning up their gardens, as we mentioned. But um, what are some some tips and things that we should keep in mind when we're starting to, to do that cleaning? For some people, for indoors, some people spring cleaning does mean a, you know, a far more intense cleaning. And it may mean using some household products and household chemicals that they may not normally use. So definitely read the label. Uh, a lot of times there's a lot of products that are out now that are pet safe. Different companies are manufacturing or are marketing uh, pet safe alternative uh, chemicals or alternative cleaning products. So look for those. Always read the label and see if there are any concerns. And, and one easy way of doing it is, is there a way when you're cleaning or let's say scrubbing down one room in particular with this one chemical, is there any way the dog could have a you know playtime outside in the yard? Is there any way the cat could have maybe some snacks or some treats in a room that's closed off while you're doing that? So you prevent that contact by limiting any uh, you know exposure between the animal uh, and, and that chemical. Um, for outdoors, uh, a lot of times, sure, as we're starting to turn up uh, mulch or turn up fresh dirt, either cats or dogs can be attracted to that. Um, this is also the time, unfortunately, when we may find some very tiny bits of uh, dead wildlife or bits of wildlife in our yards. And unfortunately, dogs are really attracted to that. Um, make sure that the dogs aren't eating because it, it, it can act just like food poisoning does yeah. with us. Sure. Yeah. And I think another great tip for the indoor cleaning, as you were mentioning, and we've chatted about this in the past, is if you can wait until the product on the floor, maybe that you're mopping or what have you, is dry before bringing your pet back in. I, it was something that when we spoke about it, I hadn't thought about. But of course, right. because if they're stepping on the wet chemical on the floor and then they go to their bed and have a, a bath and they're licking it, yep. now we're ingesting it too. Exactly. Um, so that's that's a great one. Wait till it's all dry and, and, and all of the chemicals and everything are put away and, and do secure them. Put them away in a place that your pet really can't access because we've all had those incidents where you come home from work or what have you and you go, yep. how did they get into that? Exactly. <laughs> they, somehow yep. they find a way. So just make sure they have no access whatsoever. <laughs> yep. Think of uh, the same precautions you'd take baby proofing or toddler proofing for yes. your pets as well. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Great example. So what uh, do pet owners need to do right now to prepare for the upcoming season? And I want to kind to touch on a few things here. The weather worms, we're talking flea tick. And then I know, you know, with the weather warming, I always think about May and it's heartworm time. And I'm not too familiar with what that means, but maybe you can help us out. Sure. Even for all three, for, for flea tick and, and heartworm, um, this is definitely the time of year to check your medication. Uh, if you have any of a, a, a flea tick or heartworm medication that you used last year that's expired, now's the time to dispose of it. Um, this is also the time when you can kind of two birds, one stone sort of thing. You can call your veterinarian, see about getting your appointment to get in there to get your heartworm test done. Uh, also check and see about getting in for a, a spring checkup with your animals. And if you do have any expired medication, you could always even ask your veterinarian if they can dispose of it for you. And then also while you're there, see about getting stocked up what your vet, uh, veterinarian's recommendations are for this coming season for flea and tick. Fleas and ticks, we're, we're looking at a little bit warmer weather. For heartworm, we're, we're looking at the mosquito is basically our, our insect of concern. Okay. So, you know, once we start getting into mosquito season, uh, any of those warm weather seasons, we've got to start watching out. With ticks in particular, um, the every year it seems that their numbers and their range in Ontario continues to increase and continues to spread. And whether that 
it's due to climate change, whether it's due to the tech evolving or dealing with our climate, not really sure. Mm-hmm. But there are greater numbers and they are spreading in their in their range in our province. So it is something that maybe a few years ago in northern central parts of Ontario, you didn't have to think about. Now you actually do. And I think we transitioned into that time where folks used to ask, do, do I really need to get flea and tick you know, medication for my pet? Are they really going to encounter ticks? Uh, yes, I say it's it's worth it. Just protect your pet um, and, and save yourself that worry. Yep. Um, because as you say, it's becoming uh, more prevalent and more common and, and it's worthwhile to do it. And I think it's great, like you say, uh, spring is a good time to do your, your vet checkup. I used to do the same with my dog and it worked out because really spring is when it's time to load up on all of these medications anyhow. You know, maybe they're due for their rabies. You know, why mm-hmm. not get their year early vax and do it all in one go um, and and get get everything you need done so that you can go check, 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 your pet's safe and you're ready to enjoy the outdoors. Yep. Perfect tune-up season. You got it. Thanks so much, Dave. This has been fantastic. Thanks. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Of course, keep tuning into this podcast, Animals Voice, for more of these great stories and tips. But as I mentioned earlier, head over to our blog, ospcablog.ca, and of course, check out our YouTube channel. Tons of great videos, tips, all on there as well. Remember to subscribe so you can keep catching this content, either on SoundCloud or iTunes, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.